Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. One of those things, a couple of guys. Andy Randy. Having discussion. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in that. What are you looking at me like that for? What are you talking about? We're supposed to make eye contact. It's the Midday Show with Andy Barker and my son, my baby boy, Randy McMichael. When I crack open this mic. <laughs> that was the most media member thing that's ever been yeah. said. Starring Randy Montez McMichael as Randy and my firstborn son, Andrew Stephen Bunker as Andy. You can't say Randy without saying Andy. It's the Andy and Randy Midday Show. Boring answer. Just make sure you don't touch that dial, then we'll be cool. Touch it and use the fool. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome into the Midday Show. Andy and Randy. It is Abe Gordon filling in for Andy Bunker today on a Tuesday and, uh, boy, a lot of stuff to get to. But first off, Randy McMichael, how you doing? What's happening, man? Good to, good to uh, be here on, the, on this uh, beautiful but chilly Tuesday here as we're talking the handoff. Uh, Andy's taking a little personal day today. He had to do some, do some stuff with the baby. Not feeling too well, little Jack. And so me and you will be hanging out for the next three hours. Appreciate you as, as always. And like you said, a lot of stuff to get to. As always, that Tuesday after the uh, – after the Super Bowl where there's still a couple storylines out there, but more likely, you know, you don't get to dive into it as it is in my – I know this is not official and you can't do certain things, but it is the first day of the offseason, in my opinion, uh, outside, uh, and once you get past the Super Bowl and start talking about, you know, what teams could do and, and what teams sh- your team should do and guys are out there and, and, and you were talking about it, you know, the polar – I don't say polarizing, but one name that seems to be linked at the most important position for this Atlanta Falcons team – is Justin Fields, and and I, I guess you know there are going to be multiple multiple teams after him. I just don't think that I don't think anybody's going to jump to a one to get him. I just don't believe that. I, I certainly where the Falcons are at at eight. I don't think you can do that. No. Uh, you get you mentioned Super Bowl Fifty Eight's over. Super Bowl Fifty Nine odds are out. So we'll we'll get to that a little bit in the NFL No Huddle uh, Hour One of the Midday Show. Brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com and get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. You mentioned the weather there, Randy. It was chilly this morning. I, I, I Normally there's a temperature where I, I always get on my jacket to walk the dog, but sometimes I go beanie, sometimes I don't. I made the mistake of going no beanie today, and, and uh, it was chilly. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't realize I take, had to take the trash can out. I was like, whoa, okay. A little chilly, but then I saw the news this morning. It went down by like 15 degrees from yesterday, but it's supposed to 
eat it, warm up a little bit as it is Fat Tuesdays. Bo, do you got your king cake ready and everything for later on? We're ready. I don't have too many people to, to share it with, though. Oh. You need people. Oh, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't let, know me, let me help you I out. Know it's Fat Tuesday. I can take down a cake solo. You don't need more than one. Yeah, okay. Well, like I said, Fat Tuesday. You get to and, find and the baby. Well, if, you want, if, if, if you want to use the cake for what it's supposed to be used for. What's it supposed food? to be used for? Food? Well, you you, oh. you divide it up at the party, and whoever gets the baby pays for the party next year or pays for the cake or whatever. If you're eating a king cake by yourself, Makes you probably paid counts. for the cake <laughs> anyway, so you're just throwing yourself a party. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right, so, Randy, the Atlanta Hawks last night, they, boy, there's a lot of different angles to this for me, but they, they fall 136-126. This was a one-point game midway through the fourth quarter, and they gave up a 9 nothing run. It just kind of got away from them. I don't really have a problem with the loss. You're going to have wins. You're going to have losses. They were in this game. Kind of looked a little bit better than than they had, I guess. But this all just goes back to the trade deadline for me and the fact that they didn't do anything. And we're starting to matriculate. Whatever this season is going to be, it's going to be. I I don't think anyone thinks this is a year they're going to make another run to the Eastern Conference Finals. Hope not. You hope they don't? I hope that people don't realize that or think that. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, There's there's no delusions of grandeur for this one. But – you know, I was bothered by the lack of activity at the trade deadline. I will be less bothered if there's a plan for a big summer. And I'm just – I'm a little bit confused about some of the reports that have been coming out recently. And the most recent one is Mark Stein, longtime NBA reporter and columnist, saying that there's a growing market for Trey Young in this offseason. Okay. You, 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 you – well, Gave me a little face there. Well, I mean, I know we saw that yesterday. Uh, first of all, I'll go back to the game. It's a, it's you know what it is. It's damn Demar Derozan. He just kills the damn Hawks for some reason. He, I mean, he's a good player, but it seems like he's always killing the Hawks. And you know, the, the trade deadline is gone. It, there, there's nothing that can be done. And I don't know what the plan is for this summer because this is so far away, but yet it isn't. And so now you're in a situation where you got to continue to, if you're the Hawks, just c- try to get better, at least stay in the play-in, you know, and try to figure out a way to make some noise that way, try to move yourself up and down from uh, from where they are. But, yeah, um, you know, the, I mean, the the one thing about the, the NBA in today's NBA game is it is a star-driven league, and you do everything you can to try to please and appease your star player so he will not leave in free agency. Now, Trey is about to go to the All-Star game in, uh, next weekend, and it's always about, you know, Talking amongst the players, we know that a lot of these deals or whatever, some of these 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 uh, these duos and whatever are formed at either the All Star Game or at the Olympics, all those different things. And so, does Trey getting somebody's ear, maybe making a possibility that they, that they come join him? But yeah, I'm not surprised that it's going to be more and more noise. And I'm not saying it's true noise, but as we get through the summer, it's going to be more and more noise, depending on how this season ends, about Trey Young. Uh, Wanted to be a possibility because I believe that Trey Young is a possibility. It's just all about are the are the rumors true? Meaning, does Trey want to go? Like Lakers going to be rumored to him. Duh, the Lakers would love to have Trey Young there, or another team would love to have Trey Young there. I just don't think that that's right now in the cards for the Hawks. I just I know I don't see that. So I have a couple of questions then in regards to the possibility of Trey Young being moved this summer. And I think the first one is, and again, Mark Stein wrote an article about this on his Substack yesterday. He suggested that this is the first time there's been a true market for Trey Young. I don't I, that. I, how is that possible? I don't believe that. That's why I, want, that's why I don't believe it. 
That's that's my biggest. Like, thing. why now? Why? It, have we seen something under Quinn what? Snyder the past uh, eighty games that trades a uh, different player? Yes, he's better. He's, he's this is the best he's played both on both. I agree. Four. Yes, I agree. Is this something where the league is just now realizing? Oh, maybe he can be an addition and not. Look, I'm not saying he is a clubhouse cancer. I do not believe he Never is. Never have believed But that. I do think there is a portion of a, a group of fans that do not feel you can win with Trey Young. Well, I mean, Is that changing now because of what he's done this year? Well, what the hell has he done this year? They're, still, they're worse than they have ever been. That's so, my point. Yeah, they're worse than they've ever been since he's been here outside the the his, sec, his first year when he was here. But, yeah, um, this, this just goes into that situation where this team had its – this this team had his his point, and they didn't try to make it better. They tried to stay the course and everything. And, and I would have thought the same thing when we found out that Dejounte was coming. I thought it would be better. I thought it would work together and everything like that. But this team is better with Trey has the ball in his hand. It's just a simple fact. And both of those players need the ball. And so I was surprised. I'm not. I was surprised because of all the stuff that you just talked about when you hear and keep hearing rumor this or this guy is rumored here or or this team is checking on this and it doesn't happen. Well. Like it takes two teams to tangle, and the biggest thing about it, what the way the league and and where, where all sports leagues deal with teams that seem like they're desperate, you try to fleece them, you try to get over on them, you try to give them a raggedy ass package, and I'm pretty sure that's what happened with the Hawks when it came to the Dejounte trade or any other trade. They looked at it as the Hawks are being desperate, the the rumblings and everything like that is that Trey and Dejounte don't get together. So let's see if we can just give them one first round or some, some some trash in order to get them out of there because it does seem like they're desperate. And I just think that, you know, I don't agree with everything that Landry Fields has done, but I agree with the fact that you didn't trade them if you weren't going to get what you thought was kind of realistic compensation. You're not going to get the three ones back you, you gave up. For right. Them. But, I mean, you can I ain't, you ain't going to give me five second rounds and all that other stuff when that, that whole phase went through with Sadiq Bay and, and everybody like that was going on. But, yeah, I mean – if you're not gonna get, if you're not gonna get some kind of good compensation for a good foot basketball player, then it makes no sense to just do a deal. Just do a deal. The final question about Trey Young in this manner is: Trey Young has he reached the level of superstardom here in his sixth season, where he has to tell you he wants to go elsewhere? Like, can you trade him now without without him requesting it? Well, I don't like see a, why, as I, a team, I, I, as I an organization, I, I, I don't see. Why they would trade him? First of all, right? Yeah. So unless that, he specifically unless says, he, unless he specifically says it, and then I'm still sitting there like I think about it. But I mean, I don't think that he is in. Um, I don't think he is where he is in his career right now, and where his status is with Hawks right now. That the Hawks would trade him. I, I don't understand that part about it because if that means if you're going to do that, then that means everything has to go. If you trade trade, then you can't keep Dejounte with these guys like that. No, if you're going to trade trade, you're going to trade everybody and start all over again just like you started when you went and got Trey. Well, let's hold on to that because I have a couple more questions now as we move from Trey to Dejounte when we get to what's trending. Uh, we're going to ask a little bit of this to Mike Conti as well. Certainly we'll dive into the world of Atlanta United when he joins us at 1140. Uh, and as always on Tuesdays at 120. Brandon Adams is going to be joining the show. Dog Nation Daily, a little Bulldogs talk coming up in our third hour. But uh, coming up here in about six minutes, we dive into what's trending. A member of the Atlanta sports already headed to the Olympics, Paris 2024. We'll tell you who we're talking about and what happened when we come back. It is the Midday Show right here on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. White with 10 on the 24. White gets the pick from Vucevic. Now it's stolen. And here come the Hawks. DeJounte, right side to Bogey. Bogey fakes. Bogey shoots. Three-pointer. Bang! And the Hawks have cut it to a point. 112-111. Bogey's got 28 points on the night. Give him 10 attempts, baby. He's going to get his 10. It's just about how many he makes. It, it was <laughs> a situation where that was the point in the game, by the way, last night, a game the Hawks end up losing uh, that I thought they were going to win mm-hmm. at that point. The the Bulls come back down, immediately nail a three, and then uh, continue with five more unanswered. They go on a 9 nothing run, and then with four minutes left, you're kind of just dribbling out the qu- uh, the clock uh, you know, figuratively and literally on that one. Welcome back. It is the Midday Show. Abe Gordon here filling in for Andy Bunker alongside Randy McMichael. You know, I almost feel bad asking you this, but – the situation is the situation in regards to DeAndre Hunter. The last three times he scored 20 or more points, they've lost. The, they've lost. Yep. Is there something to that? No, I don't believe in that coincidence. I don't believe the fact that if he's scoring, that means they're losing because we want him to score. That's what they, they, they that's the player that they, you know, a lot of us thought that they drafted. He's coming off the bench probably for a couple more de- a couple more games, I guess, or maybe it's working the way it's working because he's scoring 20-something points because they didn't lose last night because he scored 20 points. But, um, I mean – 
I, I, I try not to get caught up in those kind of you know thought processes or opinions. As We're far also as talking as about a three game sample it, size, which is yeah. wholly unfair. And that was the biggest thing about the whole um, was it two years ago in the playoffs when he played how he played against Miami in the closeout game, and and people you got caught up in the potential in the game against the Miami Heat, where oh, see this is what we expect, and then automatically assume for it to roll over. He's just inconsistent. That's what it is, and, and you got to take the. But well, I won't say you got to take the good bad, but it's gonna be good. It's gonna be bad with this guy. And right now, it's just everything is. You know, when you when you get to a point where a guy who's been drafted number four overall in the draft, and you celebrate a great game every now and then, that just lets you know what type of player he is. I think he can play, but he's not living up to what you know was supposed to be. A lot of people thought, and I'm one of those people too, because I was hoping they would pick him at four out of Virginia that he can be that kind of player that you need to win in this league. And Hawks fans are hoping he can get back to being the guy that, that like you said, that we were hoping he would be. Uh, Quinn Snyder talked about DeAndre Hunter and, and kind of the steps he's taken since returning to the floor. He did a really good job tonight defensively on DeRozan. He did. Um, it's a tough it's cover because he puts so much pressure on you, you know, throughout a possession. You know, he can pivot and shot fake, step around. And, uh, you know, DeAndre's, was, he was playing well. Um, you know, before he was out, and he's continued to, I think, the work he's putting in. Um, I love that he's as aggressive as he is from three uh, when he's got space because he's big and he can rise up, and I think that sets up other parts of his game as well. It did look like he found a sweet spot there on the far side of the court. Right. I mean, he was hitting from that spot. It had a, a couple of trays, including a, a four-point play, actually, it, it, the contract for DeAndre Hunter is the contract. There, there's no ignoring it or or setting it aside when having these discussions. But in the health health as well to to some extent. But is it a situation where Hawks fans, myself included, may have buried him to the point where he can actually recover and and outperform expectations? Well, I mean, expectations. He was number four freaking overall pick in the draft. What but are you we're not. About? But we're not. We've all. We've buried him now to the point where he's not that guy. Oh, I mean, so I now he's kind of on the, on the I don't road think back. He, I don't think you. I don't think Hawks fans buried him at all. I think Hawks fans saw, saw what they saw watching him play, and 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 not seeing you know you, you, because the thing about it, he's in the NBA. He, he can play. I don't want to take. I don't. I'm not. I'm not one of those people that says everybody sucks. I don't think he sucks. But it's just like what they need you because one thing is the contract situation, and all that. That is what it is, like you said. But you need him to contribute more because of the, the because of the position that he plays and because of where this league is. The league is a wing a wing driven league. It is about those guys that play on that position, on play on play that spot. And so yeah, he's the guy that's supposed to be what you see. But you don't see it enough. You see flashes of it, just like you just said, 20 points. And, like, Coach Knott, he was playing well. DeMar DeRozan is just a, a hell of an offensive player, you know, and he, and he he can give buckets to anybody like that. But, I mean, yeah, you got to have him a little bit more consistent. Now, when he comes back to the start lineup, are you still going to get this production? Because if you still get this production, okay, then maybe they might be able to do something. Yeah, and you're, you're bang on about the consistency. He had a stretch where he scored 24, 18, and 19 going back to January. Then he follows that up with 11 – Eight, eight, that might even be a six, six, uh, 27, and then 10, 11, and then 23 last night. So he's somewhere consistent right around 13, 14. And it needs to be 17, 18. Yes. And exactly. I think that's what we're exactly. looking for. And you're right, maybe that comes with with uh, with starting minutes. But, I, I mean, it also comes with how often he's being Healthy. used. Or used or all because those Because Jalen Johnson has kind of taken over as the yes. number three option. So. Yes. 
Hunter becomes foot, does that maybe actually help him to, to put up points? Because he was when he was open last night, he was hitting. There's no doubt about that. So uh, I mentioned that there's a member of the Atlanta sports regime that is headed to Paris 2024, we assume, at least. Uh, Tiago Almada in Argentina qualified for the Olympics. It was actually not a great situation for them. They had to beat Brazil, uh, the two-time defending Olympic champs, just to qualify. They did that one nothing. Uh, Brazil's going home. They're not going to be in the Olympics. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. But, I mean, Amada, he is becoming, you know, I mean, everybody knows who the face of that that team is, that country and all those different things. But this young man is ascending, uh, you know, as far as on the national team. We know how great a player he is in the MLS. But, I mean, he is trying – I think they're looking at him. If and, I, and I'm not from Argentina. I don't read the newspapers. I don't know nothing about the news. And that's you that follows all that stuff. But I'm sure they're looking at this guy as maybe the next one. He had a huge tournament. They're looking at that. He had a huge tournament. They're looking tournament. at this guy as the next one. So Yeah, his performance in pre-Olympic has people talking again. But as we know, the transfer window for Europe has closed again. Yes. But there's a second window in summer. I know he's it, like, damn. It'll come right as the Olympics are coming. So does that give him the the window? Because I know one thing, and we talk to Katya all the time about him because we know, and everybody knows where he wants to be. It just seems like when will that price get right enough for Atlanta right. United to be, to pull the trigger on it? I'll tell you what. If he performs in the Olympics the way he performed in this pre-Olympic tournament, he's probably going. Okay. And he's probably going for over 30 mil. Look, and that's the, is, is that is that's the floor, right? It's something like that. Okay. I, I don't know the specifics, but I mean, he was tearing it up. I, I know some of the goals were from the PK spot. That's you know, you can't blame him for that. But uh, yeah, so so it'll be interesting to see. But congratulations to Tiago Amada in Argentina for getting into the 2024 Olympics. A couple of golf stories that are circulating today, and I know you and Andy talked about this uh, on the Off the Cuff podcast a day ago. But the, the Waste Management Phoenix Open is a site of pure debauchery. And to the point where players are talking about it and even the tournament directors are trying to address it, it essentially. They're looking to make change after what happened this year. And unless you're trying to limit the amount of people that are there, which that's how you make your money, that's exactly. probably not going to happen. Exactly. I don't know how you reel it back in. I think, I mean... I'm trying to figure it out because it's always one of those things you where you dare it, put a limit on how much we where can buy. It's, where it's the where it's more it's the it's the small group of people more than the you know than the large the, the so-called vocal yeah, minority. Yeah, yeah. If you it's will. always it's always a small group, which it probably is here in this situation here. But you know, it just seems like I saw when uh, when it was uh, Jordan Spieth, he was on the greens and somebody yelled out some some vulgar type stuff to him and everything like that. And that's, that has no place in there. But it's it's because of the what's. It's because of how this golf tournament is perceived that that's that's just right. That's just funny, you know. I and mean, people laugh at that and everything. But if he said that at a at a at a at a major tournament or something like that, somebody might boot his ass up out of there. And so I don't know how they, uh, you know, what do they get the toothpaste back in the tube or nothing like that. I don't understand how they're going to do it. But I mean, just because it seems like you know, you see the four or five viral videos, and that's what people perceive it as. That's what that tournament is. And so I think that's what has a lot to do with it also. Because I know when I saw the viral video, I said, oh, I want to go to this thing. But now, but I, but as me saying that, I can't imagine being there where this dude is sitting on a stool and just sitting there and just peeing on himself. And just, I mean, like, how do you get that drunk at a golf tournament? Now, I know it's possible because obviously you see the dude doing it. But I think that's the thing they're trying to do. They're trying to, 
you know, they're trying to corral those type. Didn't of even get killed by the sun this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Degrees. It was cold. It was chill. It was cold for Phoenix, rather. Right. But they're they're just trying to, to to find a way to sit back and like we can't have this. Now y'all can have fun and 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 whole sixteen can be what it is and everything like that. But the overall people pinging, people rolling down the damn hill and all that other stuff. They want to try to figure out how to put put a lid on that. I, I think there's also a level of if you're at this tournament. You can't. I don't know if you can be sober because you're surrounded by so many drunk right. idiots that right. you're like, I got, I gotta get, I gotta start drinking, man. Right. I can't. Because there's nothing worse than being the sober person when you're just surrounded. And I'm normally the drunk idiot that that's on the other end of this. Right. There's nothing worse than being a sober person and having to deal with the drunk idiot next to you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and and that's the thing about what. That, because this that's what makes this tournament this tournament. That's the one that everybody always talks about and everything. Like I saw a great picture with um, Glenn Schumann and Dan uh, Lanning. They, they were there with their wives and everything. I saw a great picture with them and everything. Now, they weren't drunk or anything. They were just at the tournament together. But, yeah, I mean, it's going to be like this. I don't know what they're going to do. Are they going to uh, have more security? Are they going to try to put a limit on the drive? I don't know. I honestly don't know how they're going to do because we do know this. If people want to get it in, they'll figure out a way to get it in. So I definitely think security is part, part of it. I, I do wonder – if they have their bartenders and Bo, maybe you have some thoughts on this too. Be a little more active in regards to the overserving. How do they know? People, I'm sure there. I'm sure there are, people mu- I'm sure there are multiple, multiple bars and lines and and that's the problem. And everything if like one that, guy uh, says no, uh, you just go ask the next bartender. This is a very unique situation as well as they had some really, really crappy weather and they forced all of the patrons or fans into a smaller area because they weren't letting them out on the grass. So the fans ended up into an all-inclusive area. The bartenders had no idea who was supposed to be in there. I mean, right. Warrants wasn't. There. So now you just have people lined up at the bar all drinking for nothing. Right. And, yeah, it gets a little out of control. Okay. I think if, it's, if, if the days were sunny, maybe you don't have it quite happen this bad. One more quick golf story here, Randy. Um, Sunday Red. Yeah, man. New brand from Tiger Woods He's, in collaboration with TaylorMade. I love it. I love it. You love it? Hell yeah, man. A lot of people don't. I mean, get over it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, and I'm not that they're not. In, they don't. They, they don't. They don't like it. Terrible they, name. Terrible logo. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because it's Tiger and it's gonna sell. Let's just call it what it is. Both they're, of those things are correct. Exactly. It's, it's Tiger and it's gonna sell. We all know about the partnership with Nike went away and Tiger did say I got something in the brewing and everybody knows Tiger Red Sunday. It's, it's Tiger time and so yeah, that's why I, I love the fact that he would capitalize on that. There's a rumor that Lil Jack isn't sick, that Bunk stayed home to take advantage of the Sunday okay. Red okay. release. Hey, hey, I'm just trying to figure out, like, if, if it's anything like the uh, the old Nike t- Tiger polos, I won't be getting one of them because that seems like that's going to be a little grip for a damn golf uh, a golf shirt. I'm good. 115 per shirt? More. Uh, probably right around that area. Yeah, it's, that's it's a, decent, Nike polos right now that don't have Tiger Woods on them or, or 120. Okay, so Tiger Yikes. Red Line 175. 175 at least. Yikes. Starting right there. And Whew. people are going to buy it. They will. It'll sell out as quick as the Duncan jumpsuit. So it went in 16 minutes yesterday. All right, when we come back on the midday show, we're going to welcome in Mike Conti. Little Hawks, Little United. We'll see what else comes through here. It is the midday show right here, Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Welcome back into the Midday Show. Abe Gordon here, Randy McMichael as well. I'm filling in for Andy Bunker today as he tends to uh, little man who's just unfortunately a little sick today. Coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, I, I want to use – I know Valentine's Day is tomorrow. I want to use Andy as kind of a Valentine's Day advisor on my behalf. Um, and being single, Valentine's Day is always a little odd uh, as a single guy. I got some questions that maybe Randy can help me out with. Uh, a reminder, this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today. And start packing without further delay. We're joined in studio by Mike Conti. What up, Mikey? What's going on, guys? Mike, I know we got to get. No, I got a question for you because sure. I thought about you. You know everything because we know <laughs> that um, in the NFL, when the referees have bad calls and things like that, they they're bumped down as far as the crap that happened last night. Referee, same guy who keeps saying he made the mistake in the Boston LeBron foul, made the mistake last night in the Houston Knicks game. How are they judged as far as if they're able to do playoff games? And things? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of the same right. system. There is a markdown system. Uh, I don't know if it's as punitive as it is in the NFL. Right. Like um, Peter King did an article maybe 10, 15 years ago, where he embedded himself with the Gene Steratore crew. And it was a really fascinating article where um, he he basically started the story with a game that the Steratore crew had done the week before. They had made one mistake, and Steratore was like, well, there goes the Super Bowl. You know, basically right. one markdown can cost you the Super Bowl in the NFL. In the NBA... Like, I'm almost kind of amused at the level of coverage this is getting, and I'm, I'm guessing it's because the Knicks were the affected right, team. Right, This happens every night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, literally, you can look at the last two minutes report every night and see one or two significant missed calls. I mean, this was a game-deciding call against, you know, a team that plays in New York, so it's getting more attention. But the point I'm trying to make, Randy, is um, Ed Malloy is one of the, the veteran officials in the NBA. Um I don't think this is going to cost him a playoff right. assignment. It'll be a little ding on his record, but that'll be it. Have uh, Just kind of an aside to that, have either of you, Randy or Mike, refereed a basketball game of any level? No. Um, <laughs> y- uh, any level? Any le- youth. <laughs> like, I actually have. Uh, when I was in high school, we had to do um, like a community service project to get so many hours in order to be eligible to graduate. Uh, and I did – 
referee occasionally like fifth and sixth graders at my church. Please so. tell me that you were really demonstrative with your, your yeah, charge call. Yeah, I, I was like Billy Crystal What's in it, that what, movie. Yeah. Uh, forget Paris. Uh, your charge yeah, forget Paris. Love that movie. When he, when he threw... Uh, threw out the nacho guy. Uh, well, he threw everyone out, right? Yeah. He threw Kareem Abdul-Jabbar out in his farewell game. And he'd say, ah, oh, you better say farewell now. Yes, I was extremely demonstrative. <laughs> well, you let know, me I, be the first to say farewell. Right, right. I mean, I would tee up little fifth graders for, uh, you know, knocking the ball away and, uh, uh, you know, mouthing off at me and everything. No. Um, I got pulled from behind the table once. I was scorekeeping. Okay. And I had to, instead of scorekeep, ref a game. I couldn't call anything. It's hard. I it have, no, like, I, of all of these sports that I have the most respect, because I've soccer refed multiple times. I used to be, you get the patch and all that, and mm-hmm. you registered or whatever. Basketball refereeing was just—I was just standing there. I didn't know what to call. It's I mean, travel so or double difficult. dribble, I got, but the, between fouls, it was impossible. The foul, yeah, boundary calls are easy. Traveling, you know, yeah. interrupted dribble, ten seconds, eight fouls, seconds. Fouls, no idea. Yeah, because honestly, it's a contact sport where there's contact on every play. So it, it's a very, very tough job. And I know, you know, if you listen to the radio broadcast sometimes. I love it. Um, I love it when he know. does. Well, you know. Steve holds the referees accountable, and I'm glad he does, he and, and I join him in that. But the bigger thing is that it is such a tough job. And, um, you know, I empathize a little bit for that crew last night in the Houston Knicks game because, yeah, they made a huge mistake, and it's a mistake that happens frequently but doesn't necessarily get the level of attention that it got last night. Atlanta Hawks broadcaster, voice of Atlanta United, Mike Connie, joining us. It So... This has come out now over the past like 24 hours or so, this, this Trey Young story in regards to possibly being moved in the offseason. I don't want to get too specific about that. The one line that I'm confused by, and, and maybe Randy shared a little bit of cloudiness on that as well, the idea that only now is he having true value as seen by other franchises, I don't understand that. I don't no, get that. I agree. His numbers have been consistent over the last four or five years. I would think his value would would have been at its absolute highest when he led the Hawks to within two wins of the NBA Finals. And if he doesn't step on the referee's foot in Game 4, the Hawks probably do go to the NBA Finals that year against Phoenix, and who knows what happens there. So, yeah, I find that puzzling, too. I I don't know how uh, his value has suddenly um, just reached a new level. uh, Why why there's a market now and not before makes no sense to me. Yeah, I mean, that's a little more complicated because then you do have to assess every other team in the league and where they are. But I just, this goes back to something I was talking about before Trey Young was even in the league. There are so many good point guards in the NBA. There are so many good point guards. This is not a position where there's only really three to five really elite players and then the rest of the league are journeymen like you might be able to say about the center position. Right. Every team has a good point guard. So I don't understand where the trade market is going to be boiling hot for a point guard with a supermax deal like Trey Young this summer. Um, Whether or not that matches the Hawks' intent, I guess, remains to be seen. And and I respect the reporting of Mark Stein. He's a a very good reporter. I, I just, it doesn't feel realistic to me that the Hawks are going to be in a position where they're going to be able to trade a a contract like that, a player like that, 
without there being an extremely motivated buyer somewhere else in the league. And I just don't know what team that would Mike, be. The, uh, these insiders, and it's every sport. It's they, have, they talk to people, agents, everything like that. And in this situation, is it – more or less, is it how is it viewed that way, or is it somebody telling him that? Like I view this from my standpoint, because you're right, he's a credible reporter, yeah. all those different things. But in certain situations like this, is it more or less what your eyes may be telling you, or do you think somebody may be whispering it to him? Boy, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I I, um, I don't know Mark Stein personally. Right. I, I don't know who his sources are. I think there's a general feeling right. around the league about Trey Young and I'm not speculating I mean I think there's a feeling when you look at where uh, he was slotted in the all-star pecking order by players and media compared to fans I mean that is a clear uh, quantifiable measure that there is a disconnect between the way fans feel about Trey Young and the way maybe people in the league feel about Trey Young uh, so it could be down to a feeling um, I think the Hawks' front office has shown over the last week that uh, they're maybe a little bit difficult to predict. Uh, even I felt that they would make a trade of some kind at right. the trade deadline, and they did not. Um, so uh, it's a front office that maybe at least recently has done a very good job of keeping things very close to the vest, and it could be. I'm not saying in this specific report this is the case, but it could be just in general that a lot of people are really guessing. Mike Connie joining us here on the Midday Show inside the Kia Studios. Uh, I want to ask you an Atlanta United question because I, I, you know, I've joined the the yes. pregame show and I don't I've have, heard. Uh, yeah, you have. <laughs> I don't have an answer to this, and and we can only draw conclusions from what we've seen so far. But Josh Cohen and I knew Brad you would Goose, ask me that. Yeah. Well, because now they're doing this. This is what she, I'm trying to relax. They're no, no, doing the closed door thing, right? And I don't know how much knowledge we're going to have about who's playing 90 minutes in this game. Probably can, very little will be released. But I know what I saw the other night, which mm -hmm. was 75 minutes, 71 minutes of Josh Cohen. Mm -hmm. And zero for Brad. And zero was, for Brad. Quentin Westberg came yes. in and saw out the clean sheet. So is Brad Guzan losing his job as starting goalie? Do not draw any conclusions based on what happened this past Saturday in Tampa. And I think Jason made a really good point at halftime of that game. The way that the week kind of structured for Atlanta United, where they played in Athens, then they traveled to Florida, they they get right down to Florida, they play a game right. uh, against an MLS team, Montreal. They play a 120-minute game at that against Montreal. You come back, you regen on Thursday, you have a walkthrough on Friday. Saturday was more of a fitness test than Atlanta and I trying to do anything tactically. So they probably, the technical staff made a judgment. You know, Brad Guzan is 39 years old. Right. Like, he doesn't need to, we don't need him to play today. So can I get uh, some, like, 33rd minute Zapruder film from, from the closed door match? I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll try to work my sources as best I can. Uh, I, I'll continue to say this. I think Brad is probably the leader in the clubhouse right now to be the starter next Saturday in Columbus. Right. But he could lose his job if Josh Cohen takes it from him, and that's not necessarily in a game. That could happen in training, too. I think they brought Josh Cohen in to give Brad Guzan some competition for that job. Um, you know, And I think Cohen's looked really good in the, the preseason games we've seen so far, but Brad has looked good in the preseason games we've seen as well. Okay, real quick, uh, we're talking about the Argentina making deal Olympics. Yeah, big, time. big what, time. How do you think they view him? 
I'm talking about his 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 national team. Now, we know who the man is there. Yeah. But is they look at him as maybe one of those young and up and coming that could be that guy? One hundred percent. No doubt about it. In Argentina, they are looking at him as the captain of the U twenty three Olympic team, the number ten wearer on that team, as the guy who's gonna be potentially the next Messi. Mike, appreciate it. As always, again, Atlanta United's opener against Columbus, what, 11 days away? Yeah, so. coming up. I can't wait. We'll hear you on all the uh, Hawks broadcasts between now and then uh, as well. Not so. all of them, but most of them. Most of them, most of them. <laughs> uh, appreciate your time. All right, when we come back, hour one down, two hours left to go. We'll get into the NFL No Huddle back page with Bo coming up as well. And then also coming up next hour, how many Falcons are actually untradeable, untouchable? Uh, there's a lot of names being tossed around. How many of them are just absolutely not on that list? We'll get into that as well right here. It is the Midday Show. Abe Gordon filling in for Andy Bunker, Randy McMichael as well on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.